Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Now, the, the concept isn't necessarily all too new, but, you know, part of the reason it maybe faces criticism early on is people, it's hard for them to get past the initial idea of it. Toilet to tap, so to speak. Um, What's that smell? Oh, that would be me. I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Where does immigration fall on President Biden's to-do list? Wow. That's still going on? I will claw your tiny nose off. It's on the list. Bush, I'm a subscriber. I'm a frustrated architect. I don't see architecture coming from you. I've spent more time with the Chinese leader than any other head of state. And he asked me, he said, can I define America? I said, yes, I can. In one word, and I mean it. Architecture. Hey, just like you pretend to be. And that's why John Meacham helped my brother pick out those five portraits up there. It's pretty cool. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. Howie is off through the rest of this year. He will be back uh, at some point during the beginning stages of the new year. Welcome. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in for Howie Carr. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas and all was merry and bright. And uh, we'll take your calls all afternoon and we've got a lot to discuss as well. But, you know, you never know what what you're going to talk about, what's going to land, and uh, that's kind of what's been going on the past few minutes here talking about the lottery. My take is, all right, if you don't play, you're not going to win. That's, that's, That's it. And 603 highlighted that. Taylor, the only time your chances to win are zero is when you don't buy a ticket. That's exactly right. But I consider it in two places. You know, there's this statistic of how how what are my odds of hitting the number and what are my odds of hitting the number in light of how many other people are going to hit it am i going to be the first to hit it um some people are saying that's the same statistic i think it's a sub statistic not that it matters i i don't think i'm ever going to hit the lottery at least not the powerball because i I don't play until the, the jackpot gets quite large and that's when i think i have a lesser chance of winning because more people are buying tickets. But that could be my flawed thinking. And maybe I've forgone jackpot prizes in the past because I've not played. But uh, some people want to talk about that. 844-500-4242. Bill, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Bill. Hi there. Uh, listen, I've got uh, a game I call Instant Megabucks, and it never fails. Okay, I'm all ears, Bill. In the morning after the coffee, uh, I take oh a dollar bill out of my pocket. Uh-huh. I look at it. I look at it. Then I crumple it up in my hand and just toss it over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Then I pick it up and put the thing in a coffee can. And at the end of the year, I've got my Christmas money. There you go. 365 bucks. Yep. Yep. Instant mega bucks. Not bad, Bill. That's that's guaranteed. And, you know, the odds of you winning are pretty good. I'd say just about 100. Thank you very much for the call, Bill. 
uh, there's uh, a lot of places we can take this. But, you know, since we're in a, a festive and jovial mood, I suppose, I think now is the time to bring out these Biden cuts. Joe Biden was, for some reason or another, featured in Architectural Digest's social media posts. He did an interview with the magazine and gave them a tour of the Oval Office. Now, none of us here knew about this. This wasn't like a, this big thing like uh, like Biden going on with Conan O'Brien, but he did do this tour of the Oval Office for Architectural Digest. And it, it was bizarre. I just happened to find it this morning, and it's it's one of the better pieces of Biden material I've come across in a while. We can We can go through this piece by piece here. But here he is. He's describing the the uh, decor of the Oval Office. You know, every president gets to pick out what they want featured uh, from everything from the paintings to the busts that are featured on the on the end tables to which rug they want, the couches, everything, because there's a lot of things that have historical significance that were commissioned by other presidents, more historical presidents, and they want to emulate them. So Joe Biden was talking about this and said that he left much of the interior decorating to his brother. I think it was his brother, Frank, that he mentioned. And which is interesting that he thinks his brother, Frank, has a flair for interior decorating. I, I'm just saying, uh, Frank says he's not on gay dating websites, but his picture was... And he says some hackers were there, but Joe has let out of the bag that uh, Frank has more of the flair for the interior decoration. I just find that very interesting. So he left it to Frank, who uh, searched out John Meacham, speechwriter, a presidential historian. And then somehow the conversation turned to, well, a familiar story that we all know and love. This is Joe Biden on how his brother Frank, the interior decorator, chose some of the paintings that were featured in the Oval Office for Joe Biden's presidency. Cut eight. I've spent more time with the Chinese leader than any other head of state. And he asked me, he said, can I define America? I said, yes, I can. In one word, and I mean it. Possibilities. Possibilities. We Americans think anything is possible. We would do it together. And that's why John Meacham helped my brother pick out those five portraits up there. So the, those, those portraits that you see in the Oval Office are there because Joe Biden spoke with Xi Jinping on the Tibetan plateau, is, is what I'm... <laughs> but wait, there's another painting that hangs in there of Benjamin Franklin, cut nine. By the way, the reason for Ben Franklin, I got to put that up because my kids went to Penn and I was a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. He was a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. And that. University of Pennsylvania. That children is, is why there's a portrait of, of Benjamin Franklin hanging in the White House. Not because he was one of the founding fathers, but because Joe's a Penn guy. I mean, it makes more sense than his brother taking paintings because of Xi Jinping. My thought, when when he was leading into that, when he was looking at the picture of Benjamin Franklin, I thought he was going to, and you know the reason for Ben Franklin? 
why you like hundred dollar bills? That was Chinese hundred dollar bills payoffs. I mean, all the things are starting to connect here. Comms. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Founding father comms. All right. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. A lot of people, a lot of lottery players. Listen, Massachusetts is one of the most um, notorious uh, lottery playing uh, communities across the United States, uh, and people love their. They've got their routine when they go in every single day. Um, I'll say this: you people that play first thing in the morning, and you have a system, and it's a long system. You are the bane of my existence. Uh, you take too long. When I'm trying to pay for gas or, or pay pay for anything with cash, it's it's a nuisance. So I'd ask that you wait till after 9 a.m. to make your lotto purchases. But with that said, Dave, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Dave. I'm calling from Fairhaven, your stomping ground. In fact, I'm right across the street uh, from WBSL. All right. Um, Shout out. Uh, uh, I Like you, I only buy it when it's like huge numbers, but I do it for a completely different reason. From the time I buy it until the time I lose, I so enjoy the time thinking about what I'm going to do with all that money. It's worth a buck or two bucks. Yeah, I guess that's the entertainment factor, the the daydream factor of it. I mean, I, I think we all can come up with the same answer. Yeah, we'd pay off all of our debts. We'd buy our, our dream house in a state far, far away or, or the Cayman Islands or wherever it might be. I, I assume, Dave, that's probably something you'd do as well. I try to do a little deeper dig, uh, like if if I was seriously, what 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 are some of the things that I would want to do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, not just for myself, you know. And uh, it's it, it's just fun. Yeah, I spend a buck or two on a lot worse uh, things than that. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, probably of greater consequence as well. Thanks very much for the call, Dave. Mark, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Mark. Hey Tyler, I think we can uh, I can explain this. Let's say there's a uh, hundred numbers, just one hundred numbers, yep. and you're playing. Nobody else is playing, and you pick a number at random, right? Mm-hmm. So just pick a number, any number between one and a hundred. Seventy-two. Go ahead. Seventy-two. So if I'm going to reach in and take a not one number, what are your odds that it's going to be seventy-two? One in a hundred. One in a hundred. Okay. Now let's say you're going to play, but Grace is also going to play, and Tucker is also going to get to pick one. So everybody gets to pick a number, but you're going to pick one number. What are your odds that I'm going to pull out 72? Uh, see, still one in a hundred, I suppose, but they also so have that same. They also so, have that same one in a hundred chance, which puts a time limit on it. Right. So all it does is it dilutes, you know, your your solo winnings, but it doesn't make it any more or less likely that your number is going to come up. You see what I'm saying? No, but I, but my, my point, Mark, is I, I get what you're saying, and, and you're completely right. But because other people are playing and there are more of them, I have a much more limited amount of time in order to come up with the, the sequential order, the, the perfect sequence of numbers. I don't want them hitting that jackpot first, if at all. If we hit it at the same time, fine. But I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I'm probably wrong on this, and that that's uh, one of the first times you'll, and maybe last, you'll ever hear me say that. But <laughs> I just, that's, that's uh, more people playing, less likely I'm going to win. I don't think that's a, an out-of-pocket thing to say. Uh, one more before the break. Brian, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Brian. 
Hey Taylor, thanks for thanks for doing what you guys do. Um, I was just kind of curious. I've always been um, curious about statistics, but I don't deal with them professionally. Um, but I was wanting to call out anybody in your audience that maybe deals with statistics professionally or is maybe an actuary, if they could call in and weigh in on uh, the issue. And my other question would be, like, what are the odds of the same sequence of numbers hitting twice? Like, if you if you picked a card and you filled out the numbers, mm-hmm. and, you know, how do you know you're not already picking the sequence that's already hit? I'm not sure what you mean. Like, uh, it's kind of like... Uh, oh, oh, so like in the past, I, because it's supposed to be a randomly generated sequence of numbers and there's only so many sequences that you can have. I mean, I'm sure it's in the millions, if right. not what billions. Are the odds of the same right, what are the odds of the same sequence hitting twice with so many numbers that have to be pulled per play? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so you're saying those could have been generated before and we really have no way of knowing... Um, unless there's somebody that's keeping track of, like, there's got to be a website, and there are people that do this, okay, Brian? There are, like, lottery nuts that watch these things that come out, and they keep they have a running tab of all of the sequences that have come out. I'm sure there's a website where they're kind of paring them down. I mean, it's it's meaningless, really, because it's it's supposed to be randomly generated, but maybe they have running tallies of what numbers have been pulled and in what order. And trying to figure out based on those if there's any, any uh, you know, patterns that they can suss out and, and potentially uh, use to their advantage. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We've got more calls to get to. Uh, lottery is a big thing. People love the lottery. People love. They've got their routines. First of all, there's, you know, maybe a scratch ticket and a Powerball, but everybody's got their routines. Some people take all the fun out of it, and they just search for that little spot in the scratch ticket where it has a code on it and says if you're a winner or not, and they know what those mean, and they don't bother scratching anything else. But whatever. I'm happy to take calls on it. Listen, we love all the Eden Pure heaters and the staff here at, uh, well, there at Newsmax does too, according to Howie. They they steal his stuff, and that includes some of the Eden Pure heroes. He calls it borrowing, but uh, they, they steal them. Howie's made some friends at uh, Newsmax because of the Eden Pure heaters, and now Eden Pure is extending their offer of $50 off the Gen 40 heater for another week. You can pick up this stylish heater with one hand. It looks nice on your desk, end table, or even a bookshelf. It's it's really kind of a space-age-looking thing. It's got a, a modern look to it, but it's also... Uh, It has a timeless look to it as well. You can keep your thermostat at a reasonable level when you have the Gen 40 heater in the room. During the Biden era, we all need to save money. The Gen 40 heater will do just that. The Gen 40 heater features dual hybrid technology, which will reduce your heating bills. It combines infrared heat and convective heat to warm a room. Other heaters only use one form of heat and aren't nearly as effective as the Gen 40 heater. The Gen 40 fan setting will distribute the heat throughout your room quickly and efficiently. The heater has no blades. It's completely safe around kids and pets. Save $50 this week only with code HOWIE50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use code HOWIE50 for the Gen 40 heater. The savings is off the already low sale price. EdenPureDeals.com, code HOWIE50. Shipping is free. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show.
Did you know that between hosting a four-hour radio show, multiple media hits, political advocacy, and walking Roscoe the Wonder Pug... I call it a dog. Howie still finds time to write three columns a week? Oh, wow. Read his latest at HowieCarshow.com. You're listening to The Howie Car Show. People hate me on the text line for my lottery takes. 978 took the Lord's name in vain and then said, this is why we have Democrats in the White House, because I have a take on a lottery game. (laughs) You have the same chance of winning as you did before you ever have a... Listen, I get it. I get the principle, but I also am taking into account that if somebody else is playing, they're also taking up another con- another uh, combination of numbers. So they have the same chance as I do, but if somebody else is... The chances are more people playing, somebody else is probably going to beat me to it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the chances are greater that they're going to beat me to it, but it's more likely that I'm not going to win. 844 The miracle of life is a gift that every baby deserves because every life is precious. That's why we've partnered with Preborn Pregnancy Network to help rescue babies through donations from listeners like you. Any amount will help. All gifts are tax deductible and 100% of your donation will go to saving babies. Please join us. To donate securely, go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Jared, what's today's poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is when do you take down your Christmas tree? It's already down sometime between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, or I leave it up well into the new year. New Year's Day is the last day it's allowed to live in the house anymore. 48% of the audience say sometime between Christmas Day and New Year's Day. 37% leave it up well into the new year, and... 15% 15% have already booted it. All right. Dan, you are next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Taylor. Thanks for taking the brunt of the angst for this one <laughs> sure. for this week. <laughs> the Howie listeners are vexed. Listen, uh, I, if I remember from my statistics in high school, it's a factorial question, right? So if there's 100 numbers, the first one is 1 in 100, the second one is 1 in 99, then 1 in 98. So it's 100 times 99 times 98 times 97. You know, if there's seven picks, mm-hmm. that's the chances. It is an enormously impossible number. It's huge uh, that you'll actually get it. I think each ticket is independent, but clearly you're right. I mean, if, if it goes on for months, uh, you know, and, and right, people that's, are That's what I'm the, saying. If I'm the only person playing it, I would have to buy, like, 300, mil, 300 million combinations of numbers or 300 million tickets in order to uh, ensure a win. But if somebody else is playing, then my timetable is sped up a lot more. You see what I'm saying? Sort of. But I think the trouble is that every week the, the numbers are cleared, you know, and it's like a do-over. So it's like a similar number of people over again. So even though the, the you know like if the, if it goes one if it goes a week and it doesn't get picked, it's not like right. the but, ones that but, went before then compound to the new. I think one, the more people the are new... playing, the quicker it is. Uh, the more it's likely that a the jackpot is going to be won 
quicker because more people are playing. Therefore, my chances aren't as great. We'll be back. This is the Howie Car Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I'm standing by it. I, I'm not backing down. I think the more people that play the lottery, the lesser your chances are of winning. I think you're kind of changing your overall point as I'm the not, show goes on. What was my initial point? I don't remember. That's how strange this whole thing has been. No, I think at first you said it lessens your chances. And now I think what you're trying to say, and I could be wrong, is that if you do win and someone else has the same combination no. of numbers, then it lessens the jackpot no, that you're going to win. No, everybody, I think, has the same chance as me. But if there's more people playing, everybody has the same amount of chance. That timetable for winning is moved up significantly. Somebody is more likely to hit it before I do. Does that not make sense? Do I, am I taking crazy pills <laughs> oh, here? I don't think that's a crazy that. thing to say. I don't. But people do think it's a crazy thing to say. I and love it. I love writing it. Writing in about it. They've been leaving voicemails, and it has <laughs> led to uh, today's hate mail Monday on a Tuesday. It's time for Howie Cars Hate Mail Monday. Let the hate flow through you. How about this one, Taylor? Your odds of being an idiot definitely <laughs> increased since the show started. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is it that Howie says a lot? Better to to be thought a fool and keep your mouth shut. Better to keep your mouth shut and thought a fool than to open it and remove all doubt. <laughs> sure. 617 says, Taylor, you are wrong. Oh. Mathematically, your chances are not impacted by other players. Odds are odds. It's all based on the mathematics of probability. Here's what where I'm worried for you. Some people bet a lot. Mm-hmm. Some people know their numbers. Yeah. You're kind of getting into a territory here. I don't think you, you think about all that often. I think, though, they're thinking <laughs> too statistically. They're thinking too technically about it. or yeah, That's it, too technically. But I'm saying statistically, there is a fluctuation. It's not a great fluctuation. It probably doesn't change the outcome. But the chances are I wasn't going to win anyway. Um, okay, yeah, keep going with that. Okay. Another person says, um, Taylor, time has nothing to do with it. Get this through your head. The more numbers picked, the greater the chance someone will win that drawing. No winners. The money rolls over, not the players. But there is a time uh, thing. There's an element of time to it because somebody has to win. (laughs) And if nobody wins, it goes on for longer. Just keep digging, man. People are texting me that. Keep digging. I'm not digging a hole. I'm explaining my thought process here. And we have people on the lines who want to explain theirs. The lines are full of people who are yelling at their radios right now. No, but but you know what? A lot of the callers have been very respectful and trying to explain this to you. (laughs) They're trying to explain it to me. I don't really know. I understand how it works, but I also think that there is an element. How many numbers are in the lottery when you play? Uh, like in the Mega Millions, you pick six? I think six. I think there's five and then there's the... Do you know what numbers you choose? Like, do you have set numbers? Because I have no, mine. No, I don't. I prefer Kino. When I play Kino, I know which numbers I'm choosing. Yeah. Play my birthday. 17 comes up yeah, a lot. Yeah, in, in Powerball, there are five numbers and then the Powerball number. Do right, you have your six numbers? Total. 
No, I when I do, I just randomly have them generate. Oh, oh, oh. See, I like to pick. I like to think I have a little hand in it. And also, people think I'm like actually very serious about this. 508, it's not a first-come, first-served situation, so you split the millions with someone else. Cry me a river. But that's not what I'm saying. I don't care. I'm just talking about winning in general. I don't care about the jackpot. You're so spoiled. I'm, I'm, how am I spoiled? Just saying. Okay, let's um, let's keep going with this. Okay, go ahead. Um, can I have cut one, please, Jared? Oh, great. We're stuck with Tucker Taylor again. What a clown show. That's for sure. But this was really confusing. I was just talking about this in the in the green room with Grace, my wife. Wife? <laughs> I thought you and Grace were Howie's grandkids. Wow, that's some Fall River stuff. I'm not from Fall River. Could have fooled me. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> not his best work on short notice, but that was, that was pretty good. Yeah, we actually have a lot of them that were just just entered into the mix i'm sure and let's have cut people two, had please. to get they, they got through christmas and then they came to the realization oh god howie's out today we gotta spend it with taylor yeah so here we are yeah that'd be a good one taylor you win the lottery but you didn't win enough to retire <laughs> i'm not saying that i don't care i'm just talking i'm not talking about me i'm just saying the general way it's played greed when greed, more greed. people are playing i think the chances are greater that somebody is going to win faster it's never going to be enough for you is it how much is enough how much is enough how much is like i said 100 million 200 million 10 million dollars is a life-changing amount a million dollars is a life-changing amount of money it's not going to change my life for that long but it's going to get me out of debt until i accrue more somewhere I would hope it gets me out of debt. I think it's a yeah. million dollars. A million dollars would get me out of debt. Okay, um, we're not done yet with those. Can I have cut four, please, Jerry? You're having too much hey, fun with Taylor, this. Taylor, the yeah. first person to get killed by a robot coworker happened decades ago, <laughs> and the Powerball odds are the same regardless of jackpot. Pull your head out, man. One, cite your sources, man. Where was the first robot coworker story? I'm not talking about the Star Trek pilot episode where somebody was killed by another crew member of the Enterprise. You want to now? Do you want to upset the Star Trek people, the Trekkies? Why not? I like upsetting everybody. Well, you're you're the larger very number of people right at now. the same time. I can upset. Yeah, which which pilot are you talking about? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, Jared. I'm not the nerd here. Cite your sources, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so, what was the first person being killed by a robot coworker? I don't know. He didn't. I'm cite talking his an sources. actual. This thing had metal claws and it walks around. These are now bipedal robots. These aren't like uh, you know these these automated machines. These are. You just called Jared a nerd. And you said bipedal robots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, can I have a <laughs> We got a clip back. <laughs> can I have cut three, please, Jared? Balonehead, how can you possibly call it Hate Mail Monday? Just call it Powder Puff Monday. It's not even funny anymore. Nice going, car. Okay, so he thinks... I'm having a great laugh. Oh, by the way, I butt-dialed the Balloonhead guy. Did you? Yeah. Called him. Why before. do you have his number? I don't know, but I called him before the Mayor Wu um, situation. I was at a Dunkin' Donuts waiting, and I accidentally called him. And he said, oh, hi, Grace. He was actually very nice. Yeah. Huh. I think he, most of it now and is he just, has, just for an act. It's he, just the performance. And he has your number because he 
He doesn't abuse it, though. Recognized your number. <laughs> yeah, because I was the one who called in. What's going on here? It's a good question. This is a conspiracy unto itself. Well, he thinks we've gotten too soft here at Hate Mail Monday, and I'm here to tell you that that's not true, because I have some really vicious hate mail for Emma Foley. This <laughs> is <laughs> from the live chat. Emma has been dying for me to read this. It says, there's actually a couple here. Why does Emma look so angry? Uncle Leo eyebrows. She has a very high... So Tool Gal defended you, Emma, and said she has a very high arch. It's nice. Um, another person said she has Vulcan eyebrows. You wanted to defend yourself. No, I didn't. I just wanted to start calling it the humble chat from now on instead of the rumble chat. Oh, the humble chat. Very good. Why? I don't care. But you know what, Emma? I will tell you this. Oh, because they're humbling you? Yes, Taylor. Uh, the attitude. Did you hear that? He's having a tough day. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Taylor. First it was like, math. <laughs> now it's... All right, Emma, explain to me words. how more people playing doesn't affect the outcome. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Don't wrap everyone else into this. This is this is your own sinkhole, okay? No, but one thing I will say, She's Emma... She's the youngest and newest one here, and she thinks she can pull attitude with anybody. Guess what? The people who watch the Rumble and just people in general, everyone's a critic when it comes to eyebrows. Everyone's a critic. I've gotten more criticism for my eyebrows in this business that we're in than any time in my entire life. So just be ready because it's not going to stop. How are my eyebrows, everybody? Yours are very nice. Nice and thick. I think we all have dominant eyebrows here. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, we have another one. Jared, I don't know what prompted this one. This is Jared, you simpleton. You simpletoned the bleep. Oh, I do remember this. Okay, so Jared expressed his feelings about baby it's cold outside oh yes i yeah we were talking about the annoying song you defended it whatever and i said yeah i don't think it's about a guy trying to like drug someone and rape them i think it's about two people who really kind of want to stay together and they're coming up with excuses as to why yeah they can't leave it's and it's the just game like, yeah it's it's kind of that oh well you know it's cold i can't leave now and yeah i really blah, blah, shouldn't blah, so you know, yeah yeah that's playing that, hard that's to get 603 said, Jared, you simpletoned the bleep out of Baby It's Cold Outside. The female character is vapid. Her sister <laughs> thinks for her. The guy doesn't care. He just wants, and I can't repeat the next part. Sex? Yes. Oh, wow. He wants it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, that yeah. is vulgar. Um, guy. Uh, <laughs> this that's is what not- he's after. Yeah. That's That doesn't detract from He wants a nice night. Theory. Yeah. And it's... Was that really the vulgar hill to die on? Did he say vulgar or Vulcan? <laughs> no, no, no. This is not about eyebrows. Um, another person wrote on the text Mr. line. Mr. Perfect Brows. <laughs> Could Taylor Cormier be a worse, more obnoxious human being? So people, uh, when I came on the other day to talk about whatever rant I was on, mm-hmm. I forget what it was, but... People were texting in like, wow, you have to work with this person. Oh, I remember what it was. You were talking about when you go to a restaurant and you expect everyone to be ready to go. Have I don't all expect. Of- I know that there's people that are not going to be ready to go, but they should understand that there is a process to things. Yes. And I was very emphatic about. As you're one to be. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you said that, you know, if people are not ready to go and they don't have their orders prepared mm-hmm. that you get very upset and there's a process to this and you and you, I think you slammed the table a couple of times while you were talking about it I probably did and so people were just saying wow you don't seem like you'd be a fun person to go to dinner with I'm yeah no people <laughs> <laughs> 
People people texted in saying wow to you and, and Emma and, and Jared saying, Wow, I can't believe you guys have to work with this guy. Yeah. Oh believe it. But you, you better believe it. You don't you don't wanna like come to my defense here? No, you you I think I'm a very nice person to work with. You are and Yeah, defend him. He could be worse. <laughs> Wait, what are we defending? Yeah, no, he you are um yeah, no, you're lovely to work with. You have very strong opinions, and I think sometimes on the air we, we like to really pick a side. Yes, I, I mean this business—you have to be rooted in what you're saying. You've got to believe what you're saying and be emphatic about it. You and you can't have to be stick with something wishy-washy, even if it becomes clear that mathematically speaking, okay, you are in the I wrong. You have to stick yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. have to just keep beating it right. and beating it sure. and beating it until yeah. right the horse is dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it for Hate Mail Monday. You, Grace. We will keep an eye out for all of your hate coming in today for the rest of the show. And you can always leave voicemails too. But we can detect if it's fake hate mail. It's got to be real. People are texting in about the robots. Four ones. Yeah. <laughs> I like that sound. I want to use that sound on my show now. <laughs> yeah. 25-year-old Robert Williams was asked to climb into a storage rack to help move things along. The one-ton robot, this is from Rambo413, continued to work silently, smashing into Williams. Oh, goodness. Oh, geez. Oh, that is... All right, I'll have to look that one up, Rambo. Should start that one off with a trigger warning before I read it on the radio. But 617 says, Jared, best eyebrows in radio. So there you go. I can't see Jared's with the glare. Hold on, let me see. Move over here just a little bit, Jared. Very nice eyebrows. Okay, I, I don't know that my eyebrows have been on camera enough. I wouldn't say an outstanding feature of his. Sure, thank you. Yeah, no, my hair is clearly the draw. But. Yeah. Could use a cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like I said, you are <laughs> I'm a just, joy to work a, just with. a joy. Delight. My coworkers love me. All right, thank Sorry, you. Sorry, I'm on a time crunch with my haircuts. <laughs> well, listen, your chances of getting a haircut are great, but if more people are booking appointments, it's going to be harder for you to get a nice early true. appointment. I, I usually do end up getting Boom, stuck. Boom, turn be- that around on you mathematically, didn't I, Grace? Appointments with my stylist. Happy New Year to you. Start 2024 off right with a special treat from my pillow. They're bringing you their biggest betting sale ever. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Make your New Year's resolution to get better sleep in 2024 with MyPillow because they're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, while quantities last. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is the Howie Car Show. Howie Carr, we'll be right back. Yeah. Howie Carr is back. 
Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242. Gary, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Gary. Hey, uh, Taylor, I want to um, say that you're right about the lottery. You know, if, if two people I'm sorry, play, I, didn't, I didn't hear you, Gary. Say that one more time, please. I want to I wanna, um, say that you're right about oh, okay. the lottery. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, go ahead, Gary. Because if uh, two people play, you get a 50% chance. If three people play, you have a only one in three chance. If four people play, you only have a one in four chance to win on and on. So, Taylor, you're, you are exactly correct. See, I think so too, Gary. I'm not that. Go- I'm not going to be that argumentative about it. But I just think that there is a factor there. It's not a huge factor because I think there's just so many people playing and there's so many different combinations and numbers to hit that changing either one of them one way or another, adding another a hundred thousand people or whatever it is to uh, the, the the lotto rolls that week and, and they're buying numbers isn't really going to change things drastically. But I do think it, it changes things. Thanks very much for the call, Gary. Sue, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Sue. Hey, Taylor. How are you? Doing well. Great. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Thank you. Okay. The only thing I really do know for sure is statistically is if you don't buy a ticket, your chances are very low that you're going to hit the lottery. That's I've, I've heard that. If you buy a ticket, yeah. yep, you increase your chances by quite a bit. I, have you, have I you, say. What's the biggest? <laughs> what's what's the biggest you've hit for, Sue? Uh, probably a couple of free tickets. Yeah, I probably spent close to a few thousand dollars in the last couple of years buying tickets, and about all I've won is maybe the wow. price of an extra ticket or two. Mm. I liked uh, I like Bill's method. Just throw a dollar into a coffee can every day. By the end of the year, you got three hundred sixty-five bucks. So that might be a better way to go. Thank you very much for the call, Sue. And Steve, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Taylor. Hi. The guy two two callers ago beat me to it. You're right. I wouldn't be able to explain it, but yeah, you're right about the. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the no good. <laughs> that's that's not helpful. Saying I'm right and saying you well, can't explain you're right. it. <laughs> and I had something else about the uh, Christmas decorations. I was in one of those families that we didn't decorate like the tree until Christmas Eve. Well, that I mean, that was and like the old school up, way of doing it. The, um, yeah, kept it up to the Epiphany on January 5th, the 12 days of Christmas. Right, right. Yeah. The downside of that is try and buy a tree that on Christmas Eve. We had the ugliest tree in town. Well, nowadays, yeah, absolutely. Thanks thanks very much for the call, Steve. Yeah, if you listen to a lot of those old Christmas songs, they say, then then that night, trimming up the tree, and, well, which night is that? I never, there was never really a designated night when I was growing up, but back in the day, that's that's what it was. You, uh, there was, a, it was Christmas Eve, you'd trim the tree, string popcorn, whatever it was, and then you'd, uh, it'd be all set for the morning, and then you'd take it down the next day. All right. But things have changed. Things have progressed. Things have commercialized a lot more. We'll be back. We've got the chump line coming up. I'm sure it'll be uh, very kind to me today. We'll be back. This is the Howie Carr Show. <laughs> 